so I'm Rebecca. Um, I've been coming to GVC since um, November um, with my husband, Jez, and our um, daughters, Pippa and Delora. Um, when Adrian first asked people to share their stories, I knew it was something that I kind of felt moved to do, but I wasn't sure what God wanted me to share. Um, but I really felt God speak to me at Elora's first birthday um, about what he wanted me to share when there was a key person in my story um, that was there to celebrate with us. So hopefully this is what um, God wants to share with you. Um, so I'm going to start talking a little bit about my journey to faith. Um, I grew up in a non-Christian home. Uh, my only experience of Christianity was really that my grandma was very committed to church and very involved. Um, I was really lucky growing up um, because my next door neighbour grew to be my best friend and her name is Mary. She is my key person in this story. Um, we spent most of our childhood playing in a cul-de-sac um, where like, so there was no cards about, so we had like rain of the street. It was great. We used to play all sorts of games, ride our bikes, uh, pretend they were horses, just all normal kid stuff. Um, and it was an amazing place to grow up. I am really grateful um, that it's where I spent my childhood. Um, and Mary grew up in a different family to me. She was in a Christian family. Um, and I knew they went to church. Um, but one day when we were teenagers, she said to me, do you want to come to this youth group I go to on a Friday night? And I thought it sounded like a good place to hang out. Um, and so I started going to something called Open House, which is attached to Open Door Church in St. Neots. Um, it was basically a place where we could buy tuck, play games, play Sing Star badly, um, and just spend our Friday evenings. Um, and every year, the youth group would run a weekend away. And um, we all stayed in a big scout hut in Northampton, um, where we would spend time together and played even more crazy games, um, usually including running around the woods looking for potatoes, uh, riding mattresses down staircases, um, and something called slugby, um, which is basically rugby, but you have to play in sleeping bags. Um, so <laughs> it was a great time. Um, but we all, they always built in a hour on the second day where we where they spoke about Jesus. Um, and it was at my first one of these where I really learned a lot about God. Um, I think if you'd have asked me prior to that weekend, I'd have told you that I was a Christian. Um, um, I believed there was a God, and I would even pray occasionally, um, but usually only if I needed something. Um, I was only about 13, 14 at this stage. Um, I can't really tell you what the talk was about anymore, but I do remember them finishing with a call to faith, um, a simple prayer to say to become a Christian. And it was at this point that I realized I wasn't actually a Christian, um, that I had no idea there was a prayer you could say to become a Christian. Um, so even though it wasn't at that point that I decided to say that prayer, it was actually later um, in the same weekend, I was sat on top of the wooden bunk beds that we stayed in whilst we were away. And all of my friends were talking as we had some free time. And my best friend, Mary, was sat on the top bunk next to me. And I disappeared into my sleeping bag um, and kind of like muttered the prayer under my breath because I didn't want to um, disturb anyone. Um, and I remember popping my head back out and turning to Mary and saying, I think I just became a Christian. Um, <laughs> and she went, I'm not exaggerating. She like really being this massive smile, like let out a little squeal and just threw herself at me across the bed. Um, I don't think I'd quite prepared myself for how excited other people were going to be that I'd become a Christian. Um, so it was a really incredible moment in my journey. Um, I'd love to say it was plain sailing from there on, um, but that wouldn't be true. I had times where I told Mary I didn't believe in God anymore, and she would turn up on my doorstep with a list of Bible verses um, for me to highlight and read books that I should read with post-it notes all attached um, for all the reasons why there was no other truth um, and that God was the way, the truth, and the light. Um, 
she was really there for me, a real rock in my journey. Um, I fell away from God and church when I went away to university, unfortunately, as many young people do. Um, and I lived a life that I wasn't proud of. Um, but luckily for me, I found my relationship with God again when I came back to live in St. Neots. Um, and this is when I rekindled a friendship with a wonderful man um, who was to become my husband. Um, and I'm now privileged to have an incredible stepdaughter and daughter of our own. Um, but Mary's original invite to a Friday youth group didn't simply affect my journey to faith, um, but it started another one too. My little brother Ben started coming along to the youth group too, um, and his journey to faith was a little bit different to me. We attended another annual youth festival called New Day um, after several years of asking our parents not to book our family holiday at the same time. Um, and we went along having no idea what it would be like. Um, I saw people encounter the Holy Spirit in ways that I'd never seen before. Um, um, I'd been a Christian probably three or four years at this point. Um, however, my little brother was not a Christian and didn't really understand what was happening. Um, I remember him walking and talking with one of our friends at the time, and he said, look, this may be for you and my sister, but all this God, God stuff, it's just not for me. Um, so fast forward another year to another new day, um, and Ben decided he wants to come along. Um, and the festival always does a big night where there's a call for new Christians. Um, and this year, I had chosen to serve on the Red Cap team, which is like their version of a ministry team um, that can pray with young people. And on the call to faith night, we create a huge space at the front of the tent um, with a net of like Red Cap people all stood around the outside. Um, so it's essentially a big empty space for people to walk through this net if they want to commit to God. Um, and I can honestly say I have no idea what God had done in my brother that last year, but I can still picture my brother catching my eye and giving me a knowing Ben nod, as I've called it, like a little cheeky glance and just walking through the red cap net. And I'd never felt so overwhelmed and excited and emotional all at once. I knew I'd get emotional. <laughs> Oh, it was an incredible moment um, where members of our youth team who'd been praying for my brother for years were tearful and we were all screaming and it was really exciting and I can just picture it so clearly now. Um, my brother had a very different university experience to me. He was a keen member of the Christian Union um, and was elected to be the vice president in his final year at uni. However, God had other plans for him as the president was ill and could not fulfill the role and Ben actually ran the Christian Union for that year. And I love when God steps in and says, nope, this is not my plan for you um, and makes something totally different happen. Um, and it was through the Christian Union that Ben met his future wife, Abby. Um, back in January, February, I sent a message out asking for prayer as um, Ben and Abby were experiencing their second miscarriage, second miscarriage. And I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone who prayed for them. I can now tell you that after three miscarriages in six months, they are now expecting a baby girl who is due on Christmas Day. Um, so, yeah, massive miracle. Um, yeah. <laughs> I look back at mine and my brother's lives and how our faith has been a massive part of making us who we are today. We met our future partners through church and faith, and we have our own families who we pray will also know and love Jesus the way we do. But as I look back, I often think of my best friend, my next-door neighbour, the lady who grew up to be my maid of honour when I got married and is now godmother to our beautiful daughter, Elora. And I'm reminded of the time she simply invited me along to a youth group. And now, oh, I want to make it clear that I don't believe that we just have one opportunity to come to faith and that if we miss it, then that's it. If Mary hadn't invited me to youth, I truly believe that God would have found other ways to reach out to me and save me. But he didn't need to. He used Mary, and Mary trusted her faith in God to ask a simple question to her friend. Would I have ended up at the same church as Jez if my journey to faith was different? Would my brother have come to faith as quickly as he did so? 
that he was part of the CEU at university. We'll never know the answer to these questions, but it raises a valuable challenge, which is what I feel God really wants to say. Are we being intentional about making disciples of Jesus? Matthew 28, 19 to 20 says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. We are instructed to go. I can't pray for my mum and dad to know God and be saved and yet never invite them to anything church related. That's not quite how it works. God can do amazing things, but he can also use us to do amazing things too. It can be such a simple invite that can snowball into something incredible. And I hope that's what my story has shown today. Thanks. (laughs) 